So hello, everybody. Welcome to the next in our series of podcasts, where I get the opportunity to chat with our chairman's bonus qualifiers from 2020. And they're really excited to be able to introduce to you today, Lisa Prescott. Lisa, thanks for being with us and sharing your thoughts today. You're more than welcome. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, it's always great to be able to chat uh, chat with you. And um, I guess when I think about all of our chairman's bonus qualifiers, I, I see them in a particular light. And the light I always see you in is that person who's spinning loads and loads of plates, got lots of things on the go, uh, you know, a very busy family life, very demanding family life. Um, but at the same time, able to find the nooks and crannies to build what's been an amazing business. And uh, you had a great 2020 in spite of uh, the restrictions that we've all had in the pandemic. Your business grew over 30%, which for, you know, an established business is, is, is amazing. And of course, you were number one in our recruitment table last year with uh, sponsoring over 70 people. So busy, but very, very effective, I would say. Absolutely. It was an amazing year, I think. Once I got my head around the fact that the year was going to be as it was going to be, I, I had a day where I was like, oh, okay. How am I going to do this? So I am a mummy to four, and two of those four are twin boys who have three. Um, and I did have a moment where I thought, how am I going to do this? I actually had a little bit of a cry, if I'm honest. But to all the other mummies out there, that's okay to say. And then when you realise that these are the cards that we've been dealt with, I had a choice. You know, to me, this is my only source of income. It's my job. It's what I love. So my choice was, okay, well, what are you going to do, Lisa? Are you going to do nothing all year or are you going to find a way? And I just found my flow. I found what works for us as a family. And I actually really enjoyed lockdown. I really did for a lot of reasons in that we regrouped. We spent a lot of time together as a family and I found how to be a lot more productive. And I think that's what the difference was last year. And it, it is always the case, isn't it? I think, you know, when you face adversity in your life or a challenge in your life you've got two options really bury your head in the sand and, and have a pity party for the rest of the year or you know figure out what to do and, and you absolutely did that you've got a busy house you've got four kids two two uh, twins of three-year-olds what, what are the ages of the others remind me Ellie's just turned seven and Evie's ten and we've got two stepchildren as well but they're older so you know we didn't get to see them that much but yeah so the four of them and it's chaos you know and I'd like to say it's organized chaos it's not Bob it's just chaos but it works <laughs> and Steve is an acting police officer of course as well so he has a busy career yeah you know you can imagine lockdown in the police force Steve's an inspector in the police now and I don't say it worked more than ever but it, it's a demanding role it's always it always yeah. has and always will be so yeah I, and that's what I found because Steve does work shift I do get asked all the time well how do you do it I just have to use the time that Steve's here to hide myself in my car or, you know, I've got an office. I don't get to sit in it because if anybody's got small children, they seek you out wherever you are. When there's two, there's just no, no stopping them. So it's just finding a way. And, you know, even for Steve, Steve's like, look, Lee, sometimes it's more stressful you being here trying to work. Just go and sit in your car if that helps. And, and that's what we do because that will give me an hour of that time where I just need to do what I do to build a business. So I guess no two week, weeks really look the same. You, you literally are just finding those pockets of time. And when you see a pocket of time, you've got the commitment to actually, you know, yes. use that time in the best way. 
Yeah. And so anybody that is, you know, not just a mummy, just busy in life, what I find really helps is I colour coordinate my diary to the best that I can. It's now a little bit easy now they're at school so I can see where my time is. But I would colour where family time is. Um, and this has really worked over the last few years, where me time is, and there's not much of that. But I do think still, I, I stopped running on lockdown and skipped. So I found that skipping was really good because I could do it around the boys. The boys would be playing out on the front and I'd just skip on my front path. And my neighbours are cool with that. We all have a bit of a joke because I don't have to find any time then to exercise. So I really made it fit. And then I'd call in where it was business time. So I know that when it's family time, I don't beat myself up. I won't get time to build my business there. I am in mum mode. If I can answer my phone as I'm going along when they're watching TV, then that's great. But if not, I don't beat myself up. But then when it was business time, even if that was just half an hour, I learned to be so much more productive. And that really helps. So I think finding those pockets, but knowing where they are. And that does change on a week to week basis. Of course it does. Yeah, I think this is a really important point about, you know, not beating yourself up because, you know, when you've got busy lives, you can't always achieve everything. But I think being realistic, not beating yourself up, yeah. but having a structure as you have and the idea of a colour coordinated uh, diary is a really, really useful tip for people to find the time and then use the time effectively. Um, what I will say, Bob, is that it took me a while, and you know, it took me a while to not beat myself up, to be kinder to myself, because people aren't kind to themselves. They try and achieve, you know, we say spinning the plates. Most of my plates smash on a daily basis. I just get some new ones and start again. <laughs> you know, it's that sort of thing. So trying to be the best mum, trying to be the best wife, trying to be the best business owner, and actually you're not going to achieve that every day. And understanding that, be okay with that, and just picking up as quickly as you can rather than, you know, having that pity party that will last for days. If your day doesn't go to plan, it doesn't go to plan. You just start again tomorrow. That's absolutely right. I think, you know, often people joining forever have, have not come from our sort of background. They've come from a more structured job where we work blocks of six or seven or eight hours a day. I think sometimes we, when you've come from that world, you can underestimate how effective you can be when you've got half an hour there, then you've got the kids for two hours, then a half an hour there, then an hour later on. You can be sometimes more effective when you know you've only got a short window as you can when you've got the whole day to Absolutely. do stuff. Absolutely. I found that so much, not just myself, but the people I work with, because sometimes when you've got too much time, you'll scroll on social media, you're busy around a little bit of your house, you just put the washing away. Whereas if you know you've got 30 minutes or an hour, then actually you can achieve exactly what you need to achieve. And that's what I found on lockdown. That I was wasting so much time traveling to Starbucks to work at Starbucks so I could be out of the house, traveling to the gym. And, you know, and I'm not saying I don't want to do that again, but I certainly won't be traveling in my car just unnecessarily. And actually I was wasting maybe two hours a day. So I was like, I'm so busy. I can't believe how busy I am. But then on lockdown, like actually I'm wasting so much time and I would literally have a 20 minute window to connect with people to help my team and I can remember coming away from that 20 minutes feeling like I'd taken on the world like I'd done so much in that short space of time and that's exactly how I want to build my business now moving forward that I'm not sat for four five six hours a day wasting time that I'm just being really productive with some pockets yeah, I think a lot of us have discovered that. And, Absolutely. you know, when I reflect on the amount of time, as you did, just traveling to place, I think, well, you know, I'll never go back to that much. I'll be much more, uh, I guess, um, focused on making the decision that this is a worthwhile investment of time because yeah. you free up so much time, can't you? It's, it's yeah. incredible. Could you ever have imagined all those years ago when you were also a police officer yourself that you'd be in this position? 
absolutely not and it was only yesterday I had a conversation with my with my mum and her partner and they were saying like you've in seven years it's you know incredible to see what you've achieved and if they yeah. said to me what are your goals from now and we were talking about that and he actually said well if you never achieved anything more Lisa than what you've already achieved like would that in itself not be something that you'd be really proud of and I'm like absolutely like I never imagined this would be our life my I, all of it, it's almost every day a pinch myself moment that I do get to work really flexibly. We live in a beautiful home. I get to be the parent that I want to be. And because I am driven, I am always thinking, well, what next, what next? But I don't ever stop and feel grateful every single day because I made a decision to, to just try and earn a little bit extra. We had this conversation before, like £400 a month yeah. to us would have meant that Steve could walk, stop working so much overtime you know, he was recognised as the officer on our division that did the most overtime. And that's not what you want your husband to be being recognised for. There's an award for being like the husband at home the most. I want that. You know, so we started just to ease up, just to make life a little bit easier. And it, you know, did so much more than that. It's changed our lives beyond recognition. And I'll always be grateful for that. Yeah. And I think, again, great message there that, you know, very often when people look at our top leaders, they think, oh, I could never be like that or I could never be as successful as that. But very many of us started with relatively small goals and aspirations and, and just, you know, the confidence grew as we had more success with it. So I think yeah. never underestimate what, what you can do as an individual given time and, and the, right, uh, the right opportunity. Yeah, and it's a business based on inspiration. You know, when I joined, I don't think anybody ever joins and says to me, Lise, I want the big stuff. They don't because they don't believe they can achieve that. I'd never come across the company, never come across the product. I'd never done anything like it. I'd only never been being 18. So when I started, £400 would have made a massive difference. But then I saw people like myself replacing the wage. So you do let yourself think, oh, what if? Just what if? And I always say, forever give me hope. It gave me hope of a different set of circumstances. It gave me hope of getting out of my overdraft, out of debt. And actually, when I learned some skills and just realised that if I was just consistent for long enough, because if you think, Bob, I worked in the police for 10 years, 10 years, and I was earning £1,600 a month after they'd taken my deductions for my pension. So £1,600. And what I realised was if I gave forever 10 years of my life, I would be earning £1,600 and I'd actually be able to retire probably 15 years early. And it's that mindset then of thinking, okay, well, I can do this because this is what I've already done in the place. Just consistency and wanting it enough to stick at it. It was still a courageous step, though, for a lot of people looking at you. You know, you would see the police as being a very, you know, positive, st stable career. Um, you know, you must have had some comment thrown in your direction when oh. you decided to quit and and be a, a work from home entrepreneur. Yeah, if I had a pound, and I'm, I'm cool with saying it, for every person that said to me, it will never work. Now, what happened? It did work. So those opinions turned into, well, it's OK, because it will never last. Yeah. And then when it did last, what <laughs> happened was they just stopped talking about it. And even now I see some people that go, oh, you're still doing that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that thing, I'm like, I used to doing that thing, you know, and it is just sometimes lack of knowledge, but people will always have an opinion. I'd never come across the industry. I was a police officer, naturally sceptical, yeah. you know, and that's fine. Um, you're never going to get away from that. You, you won't. But yeah, I think a lot of people, they like to have opinions on, on everything, don't they? And I'm grateful that I never let those opinions hold me back because they could have done. 
quite easily they could have done, especially yeah. walking away from a career and a pension. Um, I didn't make the decision lightly. I like, I'd like to say that. So actually I replaced my wage within the first few months, but then I made the decision after about 11, 12 months where I was earning way more than the police could ever pay me, but it was that security blanket. And at the day I made the decision, I felt like a weight had been lifted because forever wasn't my plan B. It was my absolute plan A. And I knew that I was fully invested in that. Yeah, great message, great message. Uh, you know, the, the negative um, comments will, will never go away, as you say. It, it, they do change in their tone. I often have people say to me, if I haven't seen them for some years, you're still doing that allo thing, you know, like it's some, like, yeah, yeah, I am. But I do think that in the early days, they, you know, those comments can be really... Um, hurtful and can sometimes take the wind out of your sails I think for you know anybody new listening to our podcast today just recognize we've all been through that uh, it's about just staying strong in the early days for sure I think maybe just expect nothing like you know and it's all right me saying this now seven years in but maybe just don't expect people to support you and if they do great because then that way you won't be disappointed, disappointed. because you can't start a business and expect that everybody will buy your product it's expect that everybody will be happy about what you're doing those that want to support you great and those that don't that's fine because not everybody has to not my immediate friends and family always like least can i buy this least can i join your team absolutely not but i found a way because i just spent the time learning the skills and that would be true of whatever business you decided to form you know if you've got a hairdressing shop or a restaurant or whatever it is not everybody's going to love what you do and that's just a fact of life isn't it so we've had a really uh, interesting year as, as a planet with, the, you know, most people locked in their homes for a big chunk of it. What's your view on how that's um, affected, if at all, our opportunity? I think talking about plan A's and B's, I think more than ever, people realise that, you know, they've had secure jobs that never thought that anything would ever phase that. And they found themselves in redundancy, you know, or a fear of redundancy. So I think people more than ever know that they need a plan B or even some cases a plan C. And um, there's never going to be a more important time for an extra income, I think, more than ever. Again, not even for the people that have lost the jobs, but just for that, what if in the future they do need that little bit of a security blanket? I think people being at home, let's face it, they've realised actually... I don't miss the commute. I don't miss being in the office. And I actually really want to work from home. So I think that's probably three reasons. So financially, the flexibility of working from home. But then I think massively something for themselves. People have struggled this year, you know, mentally with being locked in with the mundane day-to-day -day life, not knowing that today's a Monday. Yeah. So actually having a new venture, having something for themselves and just having a different focus yeah. is definitely what people have needed. I've spoke to so many of my new team from last year that have said to me, at least, I'm just grateful that I found it when I did because it's got me through the time when I needed it the most. And that's really lovely to hear. You know, that's what why we do what we do. Yeah, we've seen a, a you know a large number of business owners reconnect with us, get going again with us during this pandemic period. And I guess the other factor for us in our particular case uh, to talk about here is you know the focus that there now is on on health and people yeah. staying healthy. And so you know I I see an acceleration in the last year of of people's motivation to take nutritional supplements to exercise i live in a, a little village in the countryside i've never seen so many people cycling past or walking past as i've seen in this last year which has to be great for our industry too doesn't it 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I first looked at Forever, health and wellness was the right place to be. You know, I wanted something secure. I wanted to make sure that my family were looked after. And health and wellness products, people are always going to want to look look at and feel at their best. Of course, we want to live longer. I've never met a human that doesn't say, I want gorgeous, glowy skin. You know, and people want their bodies to work at the best. So for me, even seven years ago, health and wellness was the right place to be. And unfortunately, yes, for some people, it has taken last year for them to say, hang on a minute, am I taking care of myself? Am I using the right product? So yes, more than ever, but it will always, even 10 years time, you know, I think back to my nana and granddad and how they lived and they drank full fat milk and full fat butter and, and the thought of vegan or being healthy was, so we have gone full circle and that will continue to grow. People are always going to want to take care of themselves now. Yeah, and so that's where we should be. Yeah, a real acceleration in that area, though, in the last year. So just some final thoughts. We've got lots of new people joining us all the time. What would be your top tips or your guidance to somebody just starting on their forever journey, listening to us today on this podcast? What would you say to them? I think you've got to go into anything with clear goals for, for a number of reasons, for the negativity that we've spoken about, because you will face it. Now, I never started with a view to saying, well, one of my goals is to make all of my and pe the people at work really happy about what I'm doing. That was never a goal. My goal was to change my family's future, be a stay-at-home woman, get, get out of debt. So you're going to need those goals when you do face negativity. They will keep you on track. And remember the reasons why you even looked at a business in the first place, because it just keeps people say to me, I'm struggling in motivation or how do you keep motivated? My family, my children, my goals keep me motivated. And that keeps me on the right track. So my first thing would always be to set clear goals and have a clear, you know, an expectation of what, what building a business will be. It is going to take time. It's going to take a little bit of effort. And I don't mean that you have to be sat down at a desk, like we've said, for five hours a day. That effort might be 10 minute window here, 15 minutes there, but understanding that it will take time to grow and develop. And that's great because actually you'll find that you grow and develop as you're going along in the same way that I did. I'm not the same person as I was last year, Never mind seven years ago, because life will continuously change. So just have an expectation of what building a business is. Be kind to yourself. That is key. You know, don't put too much pressure on yourself and enjoy it. Because the whole point in starting something new, you're going to meet some incredible people. You're going to feel so much better in yourself with the products. Because that's the first thing people always say to me. Lisa, I can't believe how much better I feel, how much healthier, how much more energy, how much skin clearer, you know, yeah. is. So you're going to see a benefit in that. But just enjoy it because you're going to meet some amazing people. Yeah, I think this this enjoyment is a really key point. Uh, you know, life's too short, isn't it? And you just yeah. don't know how, how long your life is going to be. And I think you need to find something that gives you joy more times than, than, than makes you miserable. You know, we all have days where it's tough, whatever we do. But for the most part, I think if you can get that joy, you also then, you know, you, you feel healthier yourself. You attract the right people around you also because they can see you having fun. And I think that's... Yeah. A really really strong message lisa it's been great to be able to uh, chat with you today i'm sure very many people listening to the podcast will get lots of benefit from the uh, the tips that you've given us and get inspired by your story too congratulations on a brilliant year last year and i uh, can't wait to see how big that chairman's bonus check is that you pick up in a few weeks time that would have been in sydney australia but will be virtually this year <laughs> thanks bob take care lisa thanks so much for your time today thank you take care